Welcome everyone to episode 24 of Down to Play. I'm your host Dapper Tux, along with Next Gen Player. For this show, we'll be giving our review of Goosebumps: Dead of the Night, Shantae: The Seven Sirens, and Sakura Wars. Before we start, I'd just like to give a special thanks to the publishers for providing many of the games reviewed in this episode. Take it away, Next Gen Players. Give us some Goosebumps. <laughs> so. I loved Goosebumps when I was younger. Uh, I, I used to read the, the books. I used to watch the TV show. Um, so I was pretty excited to ch- check out this latest Buddy, Mon- Monster game. Blood, the Monster Blood series with Goosebumps. That was my jam. I loved Monster Blood. That was just the best. Love Goosebumps. Yeah, and, and, and this game really brings back a lot of those memories. Um, I was actually pretty uh, impressed because... I noticed right away when I first was playing the game that uh, R.L. Stein, which is the the author of Goosebumps, is voiced by Jack Black, right? So I, w- I was like, whoa, like this is, you know, I mean, he was obviously in the movies, but um, but having him in the game, I thought, wow, like that's that's cool. I love Jack Black. Like, of course, you have to laugh when you hear his voice, right? So that's why Goosebumps was always this funny uh, series where you know it was uh, it was aimed at kids but adults could also like it it was like half scary but also some funny elements to it right so this game i thought really captured the goosebumps spirit it's actually an an expanded um or extended version of goosebumps night night of scares which is a mobile game that came out in 2015 i didn't actually play that one i should have now that i you know, now that I play this one. Yeah, I, I never, I never got a chance to play that either. So I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty psyched to check this out when the time comes. Yeah. So the game really has three different sections. First, you explore R.L. Stein's study in his home. So there, it's you're, you're essentially in a house and you have to walk around and uh, do like mini puzzles. It turns out that Slappy the dummy, he's back. He's uh, <laughs> he's never really yeah. been gone, but <laughs> yeah. So, so he's uh, he has jumped from the pages of, of the Goosebump books, and uh, and he's out th- to haunt you. And he has unleashed all these other creatures from Goosebump. So um, if you remember, Murder the Clown and the the Lawn Gnomes and the Graveyard Ghouls and the Werewolf of Fever Swamp. Oh my God, I love all this. This is yeah, this is bringing me back to like grade grade six, grade seven, grade eight. <laughs> well, kind of grade eight, but yeah, wow. Yeah, and and so each of these characters essentially has a different way to stalk you throughout the house, and you can um, do things like hide in cupboards and hide in closets, hide. Uh, under a bed you can even hide inside a washing machine <laughs> i don't know how that happens but but yeah you you jump in there um <laughs> and uh and yeah like basically like the first third of the game you have to find some uh pages from from uh the book that that slappy has just ripped to shreds and, and hidden the pages around the house and then after you do that you go to it's um like a conservatory um full of plants and this section of the game is it's more puzzle based so you're like you're mixing ingredients and you're there there's um like switches and all this that you got to hit the second part you're not really running away from enemies it's there's some platforming elements to it as well but it's more puzzle solving and then the last third of the game is inside the telsa tower and it's uh i guess you could say it's like a a first person shooter light 
game. <laughs> you, you essentially get a Telsa gun and you have to shoot gummy bears that are walking <laughs> around. Really cool. So, yeah, the thing is, like, I actually had some fun playing this game. Um, it, the graphics are definitely not up to par for current gen games. So, it, it like, it, it almost like they took the mobile game assets and just sort of, like, you know, gave them a, a, a little bit of fresh coat of paint. But you can still tell that it's their dated graphics. The, the gameplay is... I guess it's okay. It's it not the smoothest. It, everything's in first person. I just noticed that the jumping and the and the turning is not quite as smooth as what you would expect. So the production values are not quite there. Each of the sections last about 30 to 40 minutes. So the whole game is probably about 2 hours. It's it if you like achievements or trophies, like this game is great because it's super easy. <laughs> I think in my first playthrough I got some like 80% of the trophies and uh yeah, and and probably another half an hour and I I'm going to get 100%. So, it's super easy, but yeah, I would just say, you know, if you like Goosebumps, especially if you're, you know, a mom or a dad and you've got some kids that are into Goosebumps or like, uh, you know, scary children's stories, like this is a fun game to play with them. My only real complaint is, you know, I think this game actually retails uh, for 40 bucks, and for what it offers, two hours of gameplay, it's it's asking a lot for that price <laughs> i would have thought that you know 20 bucks or or, or yeah like 19.99 would be a, a pretty decent price for this game so i'm not, not sure how they're really uh or what they were thinking with that but yeah i mean if you like goosebumps i would say definitely check it out but don't expect anything mind-blowing it it's it's a kid's game it's a horror game and you know it's a it's a neat like you know weekend two-hour experience and you're done so I'm a big Goosebumps fan. With all that being said, uh, you've given us some you know, great pros and cons. Where do you feel the, the game lands at a 10? For me personally, it's a six and a half out of 10. Fair enough. I think I'm still going to be checking it out. But uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, viewers beware. You're in for a scare, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I had fun. I mean, the main reason why I'm giving it a six and a half is just because of the lack of content, right? If this was maybe a, a five or a 10 hour game, probably would have given it a little bit more but uh but based on 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 what i've got i would say uh six and a half is pretty generous for this game cool yeah I, it would be really interesting if it did expand it a bit more and have even more uh, of my you know retro feels characters from uh, previous ghost goosebumps stories that, that'd be pretty awesome <laughs> um anyhow though let's uh let's move on to our next title shantae and the seven sirens uh review so paul i know you've played this extensively uh let's hear your thoughts yeah, so um, Shantae and the Seven Sirens is a Metroidvania game. It came out last fall for iOS, but now it's arrived on Nintendo Switch and PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. So if you like Metroidvania games, I definitely suggest checking this game out. I had a lot of fun with it. Essentially, the story for this one is uh, Shantae is on a summer vacation and she's off to this beautiful island and uh, she's there to perform in a, in a half-genie festival with uh, seven other uh, half-genies. But what ends up happening is some evil character comes. I won't really give you any spoilers, but some evil character comes and kidnaps the half-genies. And they get imprisoned all around this island. So your job is to... Uh, go around the island, you got to rescue all the half-genies. All the half-genies, once you rescue them, they end up bestowing their powers on you. So um, just like every other Metroidvania game out there, you end up uh, acquiring new abilities, and then you can go back, uh, backtrack to previous locations that you visited, 
You can uh, reach new areas with your newfound powers. And I thought this game was really fun. I liked the powers that you get. There's actually two main types of powers that Shantae gets. The first is she can turn into various uh, animals or creatures. So she can turn into a newt, which lets her dash. Um, she can turn into a drill, which lets her dig through the dirt. She can turn into a tortoise, which lets her break huge blocks or boulders that are in her way. She can turn into a, a sea frog and she can swim. And she can also turn into an octopus and it lets her jump super high and she can double jump in the air with that. And then she also gets dances as well. So Shantae is, you know, she's known for her belly dancing. She's probably gaming's best belly dancer. If that's, <laughs> if that's a title that, that, that I can give her. So she's got, uh, she's got four di different dances. She can do things like uh, she can dance to reveal hidden objects. She can do a spark dance, which powers up mechanical devices. She has a quake dance, which shakes the screen. Um, it hurts enemies and can also reveal hidden passages. And she's got a refresh dance, which uh, lets her heal plants and other things within the environment. And she can also heal herself. So she's got all these powers. And yeah, it's just, I would say the the biggest reason why I like this game is just there's a, there's so much charm. Like the graphics, um, they're all hand-drawn. All the genies look phenomenal. The environments look uh, bright and beautiful. I guess the... You know, on the downside, a lot of the game takes place underneath uh, the island in tunnels and, and caverns. And I thought that a lot of those seg segments kind of look samey. And there's actually a lot of them that you visit. So, yeah, I just kind of, you know, I would have liked to have seen a little bit more variety in the environments. But there are a bunch of environments that are above the island that you get to check out too, like cool dungeons and different cities with, with NPCs and all that. And they all look really good. And the other thing that I like too, is that there's a bunch of different bosses that you have to fight. And uh, the bosses are, are super huge and, and very well detailed. They pretty much take up the entire screen. And every, before every boss fight, there's some great anime cutscenes that show uh, Shantae meeting this villain and you get to see some of their powers. And it's just really well done. Like it just, it looks great. And also I like the uh, the music as well. It's the, the composer, his name is Professor Sakamoto from Japan. And he is a composer for the Grand Blue Fantasy uh, series. And he's done... Uh, Lots of chip tunes and dubstep music. So everything sounds great. Everything looks great. I, I would say the the biggest downside for me on this game would be the difficulty. I, I didn't actually find it challenging at all. So I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, depending on how much you like difficulty in your games. But I didn't really have any issues at all. Like I, I, I think I might have died once. <laughs> doing some like stupid thing I fell off a cliff or something but but uh yeah I don't like I don't I hardly ever died in this game like it just nothing killed me the bosses I definitely beat them all in my first try which almost <laughs> never happens in these games so yeah aside from the difficulty I thought it was uh fantastic it's there's also a new game plus mode as well which lets you restart with the same abilities that you had before so yeah I mean definitely uh definitely a lot to this game and if you like Metroidvania games, if maybe you just played uh, Ori 2 and you're looking for your next big Metroidvania adventure, definitely give this game a try because it's a lot of fun. So all in all, I'm going to give this game an 8.5 out of 10. All right. So yeah, I'm definitely going to have to check that out in the future. Sounds really interesting and really doesn't sound like many other games I've ever played before. So yeah, Shantae, definitely give it a, I'm, I'm definitely going to give it a try in the future. Um, on to uh, Sakura Wars. Uh, so again, Paul, you're 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 the master in the driver's seat here. Uh, what can you tell us about uh, Secure Wars? 
So Sakula Wars, geez, I you know what? I've known about this series for such a long time, but I've never had a chance to play it. The original game came out on Sega Saturn. I love my Sega Saturn. It didn't actually release in North America. It only came out in Japan. So I was so jealous because I, I knew about the game, but never had a chance to play it. So yeah, the franchise is, it's, it's like a hybrid uh, genre. It's a mix of... Uh, visual novel. The original ones were uh, tactical RPG and dating sim. This new version is sort of like a soft reimagining of the Sakula Wars franchise. It has the same visual no novel elements, uh, same dating sim elements, but the tactical RPG elements have been thrown out of the window and in its replace is action RPG. So you've got um, essentially it's like uh, mech combat action. So the game is, is broken up into multiple different chapters and each one essentially has all three of those elements. You're going to do, there's like a story element where you can interact characters and then after you finish that, then you're off to a combat mission. And that's pretty much like, that's the rhythm of the entire game. So it, uh, it takes place in uh, Japan, uh, Ginza to be specific, takes place in around the 1940s. You play as a naval captain. Your name is Seijulo Kamiyama. And you have been transferred to Tokyo and you have to lead an all-female Imperial Combat Review called the Flower Division. So it's basically like this like military division. And uh, yeah, it's you, it's you and all these girls. And so the game is so funny because it's essentially it's targeted at, at the weeb audience, right? Like it is basically you are spending the majority of your time talking with all these girls you are flirting with these girls you're getting to know these girls it is like it's it's way over the top so if you love anime if you love anime girls if you like dating games right if you played hatful boyfriend or or like uh what's uh, a dream daddy like if you played those types of games this game is definitely for you okay because you're going to be flirting the heck out of these girls okay you're flirting actually translates into better relationships during the combat segment there's this chart that shows you how much the girls like you <laughs> okay and the more that the more that you say the right things to them the more they like you and the, the more synergies that you get during uh, the combat segments so this game sort of pioneered the system called lips which is called live and interactive picture system <laughs> such a weird name but long story short it's like during the, the dialogue segments, you have uh, different options that you can reply back to the girls. And the the girls run the, like, the whole gamut of, of TV stereotypes, right? So you've got like the girl next door, you've got the international exchange student, you've got the like loud and brass woman, you've got the drop dead gorgeous dancer, right? Like it's it's totally like totally TV tropes. Like we've seen these types of characters time and time again but you know i guess some of the main fun is trying to figure out how to respond to them right because like the 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 shy girl next door like you know she likes you know like uh like being gentle and nice and being reassuring she likes those kinds of replies the the like you know the the drop dead gorgeous one she likes it when you're like more bold and confident and just you know speak your mind right so you got to like kind of like figure out their personalities and how you're going to respond to them. <laughs> cool. um, so yeah, I mean, like, that is that is basically the game. Like, you are building these relationships. There's some other subplots, too. Like, the girls and your character also manage uh, a theater. So they're all sort of, like, 
they're they're combat warriors but during their nine to five they are actually performers in a theater <laughs> so there's like there's a lot of segments of you practicing your performance and and doing your your live performance in front of audiences so yeah there's like those really like those two elements to it and then also there is a bunch of other military groups that all come to ginza and and they have like essentially like an olympic tournament there right so you've got like these different groups that all have different characters that you're going to meet and interact with and then you have to do sporting competitions to see which one is the greatest faction and your team the flower division you guys are sort of like the laughing stock you guys are the underdogs right everyone's like haha like flower division sucks they're never gonna win right so you've got to encourage your team and win these competitions so i had a lot of fun like this game is definitely niche if you like dating games if you like anime if you like flirting with girls on in your games hey you know this is the game for you you're gonna love it i had a lot of fun i thought the graphics were great the stories were like a little bit over the top there's like racy raunchy stuff that you just have to kind of like you have to accept as part of the game if you can i think you're gonna love it overall i'm gonna give this game an eight out of ten awesome well thanks for all those the triple header of comprehensive reviews that's game over for this episode i'm dapper tux and i'm next gen player you can catch us on twitter and instagram at dapper underscore tux and at next gen player we are always down to play 